You're listening to The Kelly Cotrera Show, and today Rogers uh, Cellular have announced that to help Canadians stay connected to loved ones in Iran, they are temporarily waiving long-distance calls and SMS uh, messages to Iran for Rogers customers. Iran's president has warned that he will not accept chaos as authorities continue to crack down on protests that have been going on for a few weeks in Iran right now, following the death of a 22-year-old woman who was visiting the capital with her brother. Uh, This could be Iran's George Floyd moment. Here to talk about it, Farnaz Fasihi, who is United Nations Bureau Chief at the New York Times. Farnaz, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate your time. Hello, Kelly. Thank you for having me. Can you walk us through what led to the uh, the protests? Uh, about uh, about 10, 12 days ago, a young woman named Masa Amini, a 22-year-old, uh, visited Tehran, the capital, from her small hometown in a Kurdish uh, in the Kurdistan province of Iran. And when she left, walked out of a subway with her brother. Uh, she encountered what's known as the morality police. The morality police are a police force that literally police what women wear and want to enforce the country's mandatory hijab law, which requires you cover your hair and you cover the curves of your body. So they stop Massa on the street and want to take her to a detention center uh, and tell her that her hijab is in violation uh, of the rules. Uh, They take her, transport her to a van to the detention center, Shortly after she collapses, is taken to the hospital. Uh, her family finds her in a state of coma, and three days later, she dies. Um, the family have said that they believe uh, that Massa died from a head injury uh, in the hands of the morality police, and that's what the majority of Iranians believe, too. So this really, the, the death, the tragic death of this young woman caps a summer of violence against women uh, with the morality police, where there have been many incidents and videos posted on social media with rough treatment, violent arrests and whatnot. So the, so everybody was already riled up about this, uh, and uh, it everything just exploded. Pe- people uh, saw, you know, this was the spark that got first women out. This has remarkably been... Remarkably been uh, a, an uprising led by women in Iran, uh, and then soon other uh, sectors of society from all ages and backgrounds started joining out, and the demands have really grown to be more than about mandatory hijab or the morality police. We've seen, uh, you know, people chanting for an end to the Islamic regime. Uh, so it really seems to just tap into decades of grievances and uh, oppressive rule. Were, was there a bit of a groundswell this summer that would lead to the morality police being ex, um, extremely br- brutal towards women? Well, you know, there's a uh, very conservative president in power uh, in Iran, Ibrahim Raisi. Uh, and earlier in the summer, he said that he wants to fix the, the society's problem and that he... Uh, he, he has ordered the morality police to um, fix, uh, you know, women not really observing the hijab law uh, and empowered them really and sent them out in, in the street. And uh, there was no accountability for the other previous incidents of violence against women. These videos would show up, would sort of circulate on social media. There would be public outrage, but the government would never um, fire anyone or punish anyone for the rough treatment of women. So, 
uh, already it was kind of a really tense situation around this, and women felt like the, the government was kind of mobilizing uh, to harass them. There was even uh, a suggestion by the government that they were going to uh, deny social services, civic services to women like banking and metro station or public transportation if they weren't uh, observing the hijab rule. And that that was met with backlash too. So, you know, it, it was just this feeling that the state was mobilizing to harass women. Uh, and that, 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 that was the sentiment of the summer. Okay, why then was uh, this 22-year-old Masa Amini a flashpoint if this has been going on? What do you think is behind uh, that moment, uh, that woman that um, made women finally mobilize and say, no, this is it, we're not taking any more of this, we're getting out to the streets. We're hearing that older women are taking their hijab off in public, which never would have mm-hmm. happened in the past. We're hearing women cutting their hair in public. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, Kelly, you mentioned George Floyd, and um, I think that's a a correct analogy. The the night that Massa's picture surfaced in a coma in the hospital, I emailed my editor and said, if she dies, this is going to be Iran's George Floyd moment. Because Massa is really every Iranian woman. I think the reason that she became a flashpoint is because everybody sees themselves in her. Uh, she can be your daughter, she can be your sister, she can be your friend or your cousin, uh, or if you're a young woman, she can be you, right? So she came to symbolize uh, the struggle of women and sort of the unpredictability of uh, of violence that they face from, right? Like, uh, that they, you just go out in the streets and you don't know what's, what, what awaits you. Uh, and, and I think that really... Uh, made everybody explode and just the injustice of it you know i mean the injustice of you know you're a family you visit a big city for vacation your healthy beautiful vibrant 22 year old is arrested and then three days they the police return her in a state of coma and three days later she dies i mean the injustice of it all uh, i think um, created a lot of um resent, you know a lot of anger yeah, a lot of raw anger really and you can understand it. It's a terrible story. Iran's president has warned that he will not accept chaos. Well, it, 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 fine, but it's there. And it doesn't seem to be ending anytime soon. Where is this going to go and where do you see it ending? The crackdowns have been very uh, formidable, as, uh, as as they often are. I mean, the, the government sort of, more, you know, deploys all its forces. It's anti-riot police, it's security police. Uh, it's Basij militia out on the streets to crush the protests. And, uh, you know, they're shooting at the crowds uh, with guns. They're beating people up. Uh, and, you know, Iranians are still braving it and coming out and protesting. But uh, we, it's possible that they will succeed in crushing the current protests as they've done in the past. But I really don't think that they can really kill the aspirations for change. I don't think they can kill or crush uh, this unity that is uh, mobilized around Massa's death or, or, or just this very now publicly vocal sentiment that, that the status quo is not working for us and we just want change. I think that there's no way to really kill uh, that desire uh, in anyone's heart or mind, you know, even at gunpoint. When does protest become revolution? 
you know, that's um, the current protests don't have a clear leader. I mean, they don't. Everybody in Iran is a leader. The uh, the opposition outside doesn't really have uh, enough influence uh, in Iran to mobilize or get people out. Uh, it, it's not an organized. Uh, you know, uh, movement. There are calls for strikes. We have to see if that will materialize. We have to see whether these protests uh, are sustainable, whether they impact so the government's operation in any way. Right now, only university students are, uh, and professors are on strike um, because a lot of them have been arrested. Uh, so we really, I think it's too soon to tell. I think that one can say that the aspirations and the demands of the people in, in Iran who are in the streets are revolutionary. But uh, I think it's too premature to say that, uh, you know, the regime is about to be toppled. It's, it's not that simple. And it's, it's you know, uh, we have to see where the protests uh, will go. Fernaz, thank you so much for joining us and walking us through this story. I think it's an important one and it definitely has to be on our uh, radar here at home. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you for giving voice uh, to the people of Iran and the women. Thank you very much.